What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? Clyde with you here on this episode. We're in Acts chapter 25. It's the whole chapter today. It's a lot. I'm going to try to read the whole thing. And today we got some special elements in today's podcast. So I hope you'll, uh, if, you, if you're able to, open your Bible and read along with me because it's a lot to get through. But then I hope you're able to stick with it and uh, we got some good application at the end. Uh, so I hope that's a treat for you all today. Let's go ahead and get into it. Acts chapter 25. We're still in Paul's trial that he has before he's heading on his big long trip to Rome. So let's dig in. Three days before arriving in the province, Festus went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem, where the chief priests and the Jewish leaders appeared before him and presented the charges against Paul. They requested Festus as a favor to them to have Paul transferred to Jerusalem, for they were preparing an ambush to kill him along the way. Festus answered, Paul is being held at Caesarea, and I myself am going there soon. Let some of your leaders come with me, and if the man has done anything wrong, then we can press charges against him there. After spending eight or ten days with him, Festus went down to Caesarea. The next day he convened the court and ordered that Paul be brought before him. When Paul came in, and the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him, They brought many serious charges against him, but they could not prove them. Then Paul made his defense. I have done nothing wrong against the Jewish law or against the temple or against Caesar. Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, said to Paul, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and stand before me there on these charges? Paul answered, I am now standing before Caesar's court where I ought to be tried. I have not done any wrong to the Jews, as you yourself know very well. If, however, I am guilty of doing anything deserving of death, I do not refuse to die. But if the charges brought against me by these Jews are not true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. Verse 12. After Festus had conferred with his counsel, he declared, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar you will go. A few days later, King Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea to pay their respects to Festus. Since they were spending many days there, Festus discussed Paul's case with the king. He said, There is a man whom Felix has as prisoner. When I went to Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews brought charges against him and asked that he be condemned. I told them it is not the Roman custom to hand over anyone before they have faced their accusers and have had an opportunity to defend themselves against the charges. When they came here with me, I did not delay the case, but convened the court the next day and ordered the man be brought in. When his accusers got up to speak, they did not charge him with any of the crimes I had expected. Instead, they had some points of dispute with him about their own religion about a dead man named Jesus, who Paul claimed was alive. I was at a loss how to investigate such matters, so I asked if he would be willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial there on these charges. But when Paul made his appeal to be held over for the emperor's decision, I ordered him held until I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to meet this man myself. He replied, Tomorrow you will hear him. 
The next day, Agrippa and Bernice came with a great pomp and entered the audience room with the high-ranking military officers and prominent men of the city. At the command of Festus, Paul was brought in. Festus said, King Agrippa and all who are present with us, you see this man. The whole Jewish community has petitioned me about him in Jerusalem and here in Caesarea, shouting that he ought not live any longer. I found he had done nothing deserving of death, but because he made his appeal to the emperor, I decided to send him to Rome. But I have nothing definite to write his majesty about him. Therefore, I brought him before you all, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that the result of this investigation I may have something to write. For I think it is unreasonable to send a prisoner on to Rome without specifying the charges against him. And that's the end of chapter 25. Obviously, we've plucked this chunk, chapter 25, out of a larger, grander story, which you have to read before and after. But that's enough for today. We got the whole of chapter 25. You got the picture. There's the political stuff. There's the trial, different players involved. Now, um, I think kind of the big thing you're looking at here is the, the fact that Paul, of course, he's, he's not guilty. We know that. And the Jews are mad at him because they don't believe Jesus died and was raised, right? They don't believe he was resurrected. And they, uh, they want to kill him for disrupting their religious system, their way of life. And it's a political game. And so really what's going on here, uh, Paul, he he's got all these different sides that are playing him and, and, and whatnot. And basically he, he appeals to Caesar's authority because he's a Roman citizen, even when he didn't have to, because he could keep pressing his trial and, you know, they know he's not guilty. Paul could have probably just pled his case stronger and then gotten out at that particular court level. Uh, but he appeals to Caesar even when he didn't have to. He, he kind of weighs his Roman card. And so I think this is a political move on Paul's part. It's the strategy. He knows that God has, has called him to Rome. And, and despite this, by, by, by doing that, it's a, it, it may have been more difficult for him, but it's strategy uh, to be able to spread the gospel and to tell more people. In fact, as a spoiler in the next uh, chapter chapters, uh, you're going to see Paul actually get to share it with uh, King Agrippa and Bernice. And so that's a huge win. And so that's just kind of what's going on in this text. Now, as far as application for us, we have a little treat for y'all today. Uh, recently, I um, gave a talk, I went and gave a talk to, we have this lead uh, kind of intern program that we're doing over the summer with some college age uh, college students, some who have already graduated, they're they're coming and, and just kind of have a residency here at New Vision, shadowing different ministries, uh, kind of, you know, an internship type deal, just seeing what ministry is like. So recently I went and gave them a talk on hermeneutics, uh, which is a fancy way of saying interpreting and applying scripture. So we had a little, little, little lecture there, and then afterwards we broke up and did kind of a work session, and they had their own family groups. Uh, that they got together and they really worked through this chapter and gave them the opportunity to work out some of the principles about good hermeneutics. And, and so we're going to listen to, I have recorded a couple tidbits of what they, what, what they said and how they studied this and how they're interpreting it and applying it uh, based on good interpretive principles. And so we'll, let's let them speak. Uh, we came up with following Jesus means submitting to God's sovereign will, regardless of what it looks like. Uh, remain faithful through the trial because the Lord's with you. 
<laughs> so we talked about like the confidence in Christ throughout our trials and like the persecuted being blessed in Matthew 5:10, and that even though like easier ways are offered and outs like staying true to like what God has called you to is more important even if it ends in a massive shipwreck <laughs> so all right well it was good to spend some time with them I hope the those are good for you and like some great one-liners in there uh, let's just recap real quick. Jaden and his his group with Graham and Matthew, they said, following Jesus means submitting to God's sovereign will, regardless of what it looks like. Then Kobe Howell and his family group said, we need to remain faithful through trials because the Lord is with us. The Lord's with you. And then Faith and Jamie and Mary, Katie and Riley, they worked on theirs and they said, we can take the hard road by clinging to the confidence we have in Christ and his call for us, even if it ends in a massive shipwreck. And so as we continue on this story, I hope you're studying scripture for yourself, that you're applying it in, in the way the author intended and you, you, your life is transformed and moved by that. And you continue to meet with Jesus as you study scripture for yourself. I hope this has encouraged you. We'll continue on in Paul's stories through the book of Acts. So y'all stay tuned for the next episode. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.